Hello, I'm talking to you today from Second Thoughts on Falcon Lodge, Church's community shop, hence the rather unusual background. And I want to talk to you today about how you feel about yourself. There should be a picture on screen now, and the caption for it says, when I feel inadequate, unloved and unworthy, I remember whose child I am and I straighten my crown. We often feel like we're an imposter, like God has given us a job to do, but we're not quite capable of doing it. Donald spoke recently in a sermon about people of wobbly knees, and I know I often feel like that. But we need to be who God created us to be. Nobody else. In Luke 5, 3 to 9, it says that... Um, Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it's deep and let down your nets and you will catch many fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, we'll try again. And this time their nets were so full they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in other boats and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. Jesus called Simon and Andrew um, to do what they do. They were fishermen. He didn't ask them to speak to the crowd. He did that himself. He didn't ask them to go and farm the land or build a boat or become a carpenter or anything else. He asked them to do what their skills and experience led them, uh, had them doing anyway. And then he blessed it. When they, he, they did what he asked, he blessed it. So much that their nets were filled and the boats were almost sinking. All they had to do was be obedient. When God calls us, he doesn't call us into something we can't do. That wouldn't glorify him and it certainly wouldn't help us. He uses our gifts and ability, the things that he's given us, to do the work he's called us to do. In Psalm 139, it says, Oh Lord, you've examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down, I'll stand up. You know my every thought from far away. You chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. You both proceed and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to know. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go to the heavens, you're there. If I go to the place of the dead, you are there. If I ride on the wings of the morning, if I dwell on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are both alike to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderful and complex. Your workmanship is marvellous. And how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the darkness of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. 
Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. God knows us. God knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows our, our thoughts and our words and our talents and our gifts. Several people have done my job here at Second Thoughts before I did, but I'm not called to be them. Even though we do the same job, I'm called to be me, to use my talents and my abilities to do the job here. Recently, all the church, recent church administrators were in the church at the same time. Derek Wick, Ian Lund, John Williams and Mark were all there. And I can't think of a more diverse group of people. They have different personalities, they have different gifts, but each one of them was called to do the job of church administrator at um, the time that they were there. God used all of them to make our church run smoothly, to bring in new um, systems, to oversee different parts of the church's development. But they were called to be themselves, not to be each other. Mark doesn't need to be Derek. Ian doesn't need to be John. John doesn't need to be Mark. They all did their job with their talents and their abilities and God knew that they were the right person for that time. And that goes for all of us. We need to be where God wants us to be and he will use what he has given us and give it to us in abundance. We sing a song called, Yet Not, with the line, sorry, Yet Not I, But Through Christ in Me, in it. When we work with Jesus, when we do what we're called to do, God works in us to give us the abilities that we need. And Dr. Zeus, quote, for, just for Donald. Today you are you, that is truer than true. There is no one alive that is youer than you. You need to be who you are, not who somebody else is, not who maybe your parents or your boss thinks you, that you should be. You need to be who God has created you to be. And one final quote, how cool is it that the same God who created mountains and oceans and galaxies looked at you and thought the world needed one of you too. Lord, I just thank you that you create each of us unique, that you looked at the world and knew it needed one of me, one of each person watching this. Lord, I pray today that you will use our talents and abilities and gifts and our strengths to reach out in your name. Amen.